on, it still stands. And um, we got off the plane, took a taxi to his house, which was hard to find because it's so crowded now since there was a massive land grab after the Taliban was ousted. Um, but yeah, I, we flew into Kabul and I got the chance to travel to Khoistan, which is um, three hours from Kabul and to Mazar Sharif, um, which ended up taking around seven hours. And we were really blessed to uh, be able to go there safely because most a lot of people died. There's a lot of blood been shed. Mm-hmm. A lot of terrible things happened there. But of course, and it was a, a center for the Taliban long after the fall. Of the uh, is that right? And uh, mm-hmm. but now is is it what kind of a neutral spot now is in which people can connect to one another, but not killing one another, unlike Iraq. Is that right? Yeah. When I, I was in um, Mazar, the, a lot of the young adults uh, asked me what I thought about Kabul versus Mazar, and I noticed that there was more women wearing the chadari, which we call it here the burqa. And and um, I was and I asked him like, but I'm not really sure what that means as far as like women's rights here, except for that they're covering themselves up. And it turns out that there's more uh, women who have jobs there, who work in offices, and it's really beautiful. It's really calm. It's not as busy as Kabul. Um, and we actually ended up having a picnic near the mountainside um, on the side of Badakhshan, and we saw. Um, I got to see, you know, old tanks from the Soviet invasion and they were telling me of the different caves that the Taliban used to hide in and there we were just having you know a picnic under the pistachio trees because it's safe now to go there and sleep outside which in Kabul you don't go out past nine o'clock like nobody goes out into the mountains but in Mazar Sharif it, it is safe for people go yeah, out. I was near Marajay talking about the Taliban where they blew up those two those two Buddhas the two Buddhas carved out of the rock after after uh, after many, 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 many hundreds, if not thousands of years, when the Buddhists were there, is that right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, and but now, you must have been in a state of excitement and elation throughout, as you realize you're finally, after all these years, you had a chance, at least a brief moment, uh, to visit your family, to reconnect, and 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 uh, like that. Yeah, it felt surreal. My my like. uh, father and I, we would wake up and before we went to sleep, we'd kind of just look at each other and say, it feels like we're dreaming. Like we actually are here again. And it was 42 years since my dad had, had been back. And so things are completely different. And um, yeah, I think that one thing that really stood out to me is that there is a lot of, um, a lot of folks there isn't really a big uh, tolerance of diversity there at the moment. Like our, the Afghan diaspora is so big. Like we're Buddhist, you know, we're Zoroastrian, we're Jewish, we're Muslim, and right now the current state is just really um, promoting Islam, which is beautiful. But there's tends to be a lot of confusion around what is Islam, and the Taliban is still holding on really strong, even well, though a lot of Afghans oppose it. Is connecting with the with the Islamic State. Uh, is this, and that they seem to be, uh, they, they now control what, two thirds of, uh, two thirds of, uh, of Iraq and a third of Syria, <laughs> and, and, uh, and they have this vision of going back to the Caliphate, which came all the way across, so they must be planting people uh, throughout, uh, throughout that area, is that right? Did you come across any of that? Um, because their, their connections are with the Taliban, that as jihadists, this is like they want to see keep going. Yeah, I did not um, 
Thankfully, I did not have any contact with the Taliban when I was there. Um, when we left, there was a bombing that happened the day we left, and the airport got shut down in Kabul. Um, but what I find really interesting is that you know when the Soviets invaded, they went into all these small villages and were you know putting. I had that colonial colonizer mentality, like you all need to give up what you're doing and become educated and become free and you know join us. And it it upset a lot of people, right? So a lot of people ended up fleeing and it got confusing. There's a lot of war, people dying. And so the Afghans that like fled to Pakistan when the Taliban started coming up and they had this idea of like we want a pure Afghanistan, we want to like unite our people. A lot of folks jumped onto that ideology and joined and then once they joined and saw how fast it changed from being this this you know place of unification to this place of just control and power and like pain and violence in particular against women i think my most shocking experience was that walking in the streets of kabul there was like 90 percent men no women you know and if there were women they were we they were begging kept in their houses mm-hmm. not allowed and of course with the more and more pressure to have with the Islamic State that you're supposed to be covered up whenever you go out and uh, covered up when you go out and only go out for special reasons and yeah. under a stronger and stronger. So hopefully people are going to be able to be dancing free. People will be dancing free and be part of a worldwide, what, what we reflect here, mm-hmm. of people dancing free, of being three, letting, uh, and letting it emerge what we naturally should be. I'm not a Sunni, I'm not a Shia, but I am a Sufi. Mm. With that Sufi spirit, do you mm. know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? I do. The spirit of Rumi, the spirit of Rumi of Hafiz, yeah. and I believe that there's that long, uh, that long uh, uh, lineage as well. And one about being free human beings, mm-hmm. and uh, p- the path leading within and without, and finding one another. So you've, uh, you've what you what you've brought back with you is some of those stories which you've crafted into an event which is going to happen in Sunday. Talk talk a bit about that. Yeah, this Sunday at uh, Studio Grand, I'm I'm blessed to be the artist in residence there, and this is my first show. Um, it's going to it's titled Crescent Moon, and I'll be sharing um, sto- uh, stories from my travels and also Afghan songs that I'll be singing with my dad, and um, we've invited a tabla player. Um, and I'll also be doing um, a piece that I composed on Ableton with some samples, um, field recordings from Afghanistan and some looping and um, doing Afghan dance as well. And it's, you know, one thing that came with me from my travels is that I have so many beautiful cousins and family that can vision and dream what they want to do. And it's unfortunate that there's no opportunities or they're, it's just not safe for them to even try to practice art or you know try and go to school or work because um, they could potentially get killed. So I was like, it's really important for me as an artist to um, do what I'm here to do and what other artists in here are here to do is to share and express ourselves and create that motion um, for change. So um, yeah, my show will be stories and I'm, I, I'm gonna share um, a song that uh, is about Mazar Sharif. It's it's a it's an old Afghan song. I'll share part of it, and it's um, about traveling to Mazar um, with this mullah and um, going there and seeing the beautiful flowers and just the beauty of the land. Which Mazar Sharif is so gorgeous and beautiful. Why well, shoot? Well, this sounds incredibly wonderful. And of course, you're welcome to come back uh, 
anytime with, with all or part of all of this and let people know because artists in residence means to me that this will not be just once a one on Sunday just like this show is each and every Friday mm -hmm. you'll be doing a, a series of things as it develops yeah. and as you connect as people yes. begin to come together and uh, doing more together will begin to emerge is that right? Yes I'll be having one show every month Every um, month. Um, not in September, but October, November, December, and it'll be multiple music projects that I'm doing. Well, you're, you're welcome to come through and <laughs> give us you. a sample and let people know and bring it together because it's all about doing more together than any of us yes, can do on our own. Yes. So this That's Sunday, um, if you're available, come to Studio Grand. The doors open at 4.30, and the show starts at 5, and it'll be um, a little less than an hour show. Okay. And it's 10 to $15 sliding scale, but no one is turned away for a lack of funds. In Oakland, Studio Grand in Oakland, it's, it's like four doors down from um, the Grand Lake Theater. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Well, beautiful. Well, look, well, look we'd, something I'd like you to do, this is one of the last thing I'll leave to you. Give us a sample of what you, I know you're saying. Yeah. I know you're telling a story. Give us a, a sample of what you plan to do on Sunday there at uh, Studio Grande. That would be grand really Studio. grand. Yes. Oh, thank you. Um, okay, I'll sing part of a, a song that I'll be singing with my dad, who will be on harmonium, and um, Saeed on tabla. Biakay barimba mazam mulla mama jan Saile gole la lazar wawa dilba jan Saile gole la lazar wawa dilba jan Biakay barimba mazam mulla mama jan Sai le gole la lazar wawa dilba jan Sai le gole la lazar wawa dilba jan Biake berimba mazar mulla mama jan Sai le gole la lazar wawa dilba jan Poro paya beko yare tu amad Gole narges kari yare tu amad Gole narges kari yare tu amad Boro paya beko chashme tu roshan Aman yare wafa dare tu aman Aman yare wafa dare tu aman Biake berimba mazar mulla mama jan Saile gole la lazar wawa dilba jan Saile gole la lazar wawa dilba jan Wow. Tasha Kaur, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. That was lovely. Thank you. And so you're going to be at um, Studio Grand on Sunday. Is that what you said? Yeah, Studio Grand. Where is that? Sunday. It's right on Grand Avenue, like four doors down from Grand Lake Theater. And the doors start at four. The doors open at 4:30. Show starts at five. Is that in Oakland? It's in Oakland. Yes. 
Yes, right by Lake Merritt. All right. Beautiful. To be continued, bring anybody back you'd like to bring with you. Thank you, And we'll, we'll just keep putting this out there, and it's about doing more together than any of us can do on our own. Thank you, Diamond Dave. And bringing the people together. Right, to and, sharing, and sharing the stories, too, and, and connecting, because I think a lot of people are really feel really disconnected from um, other countries, especially countries that, you know, the United mm -hmm. States has been warring uh, mm -hmm. with and upon. Um, and so I think the what you're bringing back as a visitor, as someone whose heritage is from there is, is really going to, I mean, it has here today, but, um, I'm glad that you are, uh, pursuing this as a performance, uh, to share with the, you know, greater community. I think it's really important. Thank you so much. Thank you. And, and where can, uh, do you have a, like an online presence so people could find out more information or, um, I have, if you go to Studio Grand and their events, you'll see information about the show and about my residency. Okay. I have, um, right now I have a SoundCloud under Ruby Mountain and that's my other project. And this is the first time my dad and I are going, going to be having a show together. And, you know, so I'll be recording it and posting that online to start our Afghan archive of our music that we sing together. Very, <laughs> very cool. Yeah, very thanks cool. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Right. We're part and parcel. We got Ubi over here. So we got father and son here. Here, and your father and daughter. Yes. <laughs> so it's about doing more of transcending all the generational lines and getting down. I'm gonna call, hey, uh, getting yeah, getting up to get down, or getting down to get around and doing more together. Hey Val, put some music on. Uh, we have a call coming in from- uh, Yeah, uh, Leo's, Leo's gonna give us a call in a couple minutes. And uh, Leo's from the Warrior Society, Lakota Warrior Society. So indigenous people, hey Ruby. Ruby, indigenous peoples, we're all indigenous, what we're about, and you were connected with indigenous people of Afghanistan, what the roots, so we're about to, we're about to discuss the alliance of the Rainbow family and the Lakota people of South Dakota. So all these alliances are coming through and we're all in alliance because we're all fellow human beings. That's for sure. Take it away, Val. Stoned on a stone on this rocky river so lost in thought of the things I remember. What avenge your pretty face? Another's the things it would save. Things like all of these pivotal, all these prophets, they are the chain. And the change in your pockets Always pushing for the moment You lose control and you just flow with it Thousands 
millions of bodies creating energy Separate from reality Maybe we've landed on the moon Hope I don't have to leave anytime soon Uh, Nako and Sandra Frey. Uh, appropriately, the title of that song was Creation's Daughters. Um, so thank you, Crystal, aka Ruby Mountain, who again um, is going to is an artist at residence at Studio Grand and is going to be performing some of the songs, the Afghan songs, um, that and telling stories that from the trip that she and her father took to Afghanistan, which is uh, where he grew up. And um, that is going to be at Studio Grand this Sunday in Oakland on Grand Avenue. Um, and doors open at 4 p.m. Uh, I believe the show series or the show is called Crescent Moon. So very cool Ruby Mountain and uh, a little Nako from Medicine for the People singing afterwards. Creation's Daughters. What a, what a fine day, huh, Dave? It definitely is another fine day. I know exactly in our, our role, of course, my role out there running around where you do low woman, low man, uh, well, yo man, not low woman, but yo woman's job here at, the, here at uh, keeping it all together and putting it out there. I don't know well, what that means. 
It means you do a lot of hard work and it wouldn't happen without you is what it means. <laughs> In fact, we got Arby's getting ready and he's brought, a, he's brought another brother with him. See, this is the way the show works. Is that, and there's Kevin, Thunderground, so good. And he's got a whole yeah, plan. Kevin. Awesome. He, so and exciting. James, so it'd be happening. So oh, I put this up. Going on. Something which is going on. I plan to be here and uh, be there. And uh, it's, uh, well, this guy. This fits in with our th three hours. This is a car that says endless fun. Endless fun throughout the day. That's where I'm about. That sounds like Posi us. Uh, positive fun, making things happen, but also putting forth some powerful messages. Oh, yeah. And on, su Very on Sunday, August 30th, at the Hall of Flowers, where the Anarchist Book Fair used to be, is going to be from 10 a.m. to 8 endless fun throughout to 8 p.m. It's going to be Palestinian Cultural Day. And the, and the the theme is what we're about, is building bridges, building bridges. So we want to bring in the Palestinian people and and let them have have a say and build some bridges between the people. It's what about what this show is about, isn't it? Absolutely. Casting that wide net, finding, finding that, that common, common thread. thread. And here is Ari. We're waiting. For, no, not yet. Not yet. But anyway, we're waiting for a call call from from the Lakota Reservation from South Dakota at least. He should be calling in any minute. So do we have anything? Let's put a little music on more. Can we play a little more yeah. medicine for the people? Do you remember, Val? Were you here? One day we had had the goddesses from the. Uh, from the Big Island. Oh yeah, the the, the Nectarian Collective. That's right, and the Nectarian, and they've been told that what turned out to be medicine for the people. They were told to. Uh, uh, they, they were told if you when you come to town and begin your tour, you be sure to, to stop in at the Common Thread Collective. So I remember as if it was, it was uh, over a year ago, maybe two. I'm walking across the street here, and I see this van uh -huh. right here in the corner, 21st in Florida. Come on down. And I walked up and the van opened and all these people came piling out. A lot of them were these goddesses. But there was this dude I'd never met. And he came up and said, I'm Nako. They said we should stop by here. Can you fit us in? And I said, of course we can. We can fit anybody in. We do that every week. And so that was the beginning of Nako's first U.S. tour, Medicine for the People. And now they've gone worldwide, haven't they? Yeah, they have. And they've gone worldwide and they're in that rainbow spirit for sure. We're waiting for a call. Uh, we're call because we're talking every week about the rainbow, the, uh, from the black, black, black Hills of South Dakota, the Rainbow Lakota uh, Alliance. So they're going to be calling. That's going to be calling in. Where is it? Anyway, here we so are. So here's some uh, Naco and medicine for the people. And so put on some Elephant Naco bear. To be continued.
right. All right. So now we've got uh, Leo, Leo on the phone, Dave. Hey, Leo. Hey, Dave. How you doing? I'm doing good enough. We have, a, we have a pack-filled show. Uh, Four, Winds, Four Winds is here. I don't know what happened to him, but I could talk to you. Uh, this is like a variety show, singer-songwriters, spoken word, acoustic units, every sort, and hopefully a, a, a intelligent, intelligent conversation of what's happening at city on the on the uh, in in the city on the planet and in the street. Where are you? Uh, well, me right now. I'm located in uh, Faribault, uh, Minnesota. It's about about an hour away from uh, Minneapolis. Well, I was back there in Dickytown and Fairbolt. I know it well. I'm a Minnesota boy. I, I left Dickytown to come to San Francisco to help kick off the hippie movement a long, long time ago. And before that, I'd been a beatnik from Dickytown. Do you know Dickytown? Uh, no. Well, that's like the Bohemian Enclave. But, but, but we're, let's cut to the chase a bit. Out of the, uh, after all that, that they, uh, we've been making as one of the themes here, the emerging Lakota... Lakota Rainbow Alliance, uh, as it emerged from the bottom up uh, here at the grassroots, is that right? Yes, yes. Um, yeah, and not just Lakota, um, you know, Red Nation, uh, Indigenous, in, uh, in general. Well, we were talking and, about that. We just had a woman on who was just on who sang some Afghani mu music. She was Afghani, and she went back for the first time with her father for 42 years back to the indig indigenous part of Afghanistan to visit her grandparents, to connect, to collect music, and to, uh, to have... So we're talking about an alliance that's really worldwide, all of the indigenous nations coming together. Yes, that sounds awesome. And I, I really, um, yeah, really uh, grateful that I have this opportunity to you know, um, you know, be on this radio uh, show and everything, and you know, speak to your audience and whatnot. And um, yeah, uh, one one of the things that I really wanted to really emphasize too is that um, since our interactions, uh, well, since our interactions with the Rainbow Gathering and the Black Hills, um, a lot of us have been inspired to create a Red Nation Gathering, um, primarily, um, you know, uh, North American and uh, Canadian Indigenous. And everything because the the rainbow gathering it was just it was just it was really awesome um, I, I really liked it uh, I think a lot of people were worried about the mass amount of people that would possibly arrive which we were too but you know I mean well you were there Dave uh, only about 1,200 people showed up and I think that was a perfect number for um, our first uh, rainbow experience uh, for the Lakota people in the Black Hills. And so we're we're really inspired to create a Red Nation gathering because, um, well, I mean, my personal uh, accounts and everything of uh, the Rainbow Gathering in the Black Hills was, you know, everyone had a really strong sense of love and community and selflessness, and just you know the 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 beautiful virtue of giving, and you know, um, coming from my background as uh, Lakota um, Indigenous. Um, you know, after colonialization, uh, those aspects of our community have been kind of stripped away from us. You know, we don't we don't have such a strong community anymore. We don't have such a loving community anymore. And my my grandfather, uh, one of my grandfathers, um, once uh, explained to me and told me that before colonial impact and contact, um, we're really happy. You know, and we're just loving to each other. Tradition and is passed down in face of all of this. This tradition, really, this understanding, this base on which we sing pa has passed down. My roots are Ojibwe, and my on my uh, grandmother and my 
on my father's side, Minnesota, from northern Minnesota, uh, the Ojibwe land. So there's a, another Red Nation coming together. Yeah, and and yeah, so we, because right now on the reservations and, in, uh, you know, Red Nation um, here in Americas and everything, we were, we've, we've become products of colonialism you know and it's it's there there's a lot of strong large pockets of dysfunction and stuff and you know um you know but we we can't just wait for a beautiful life to come back to us we have to take it back Yo. you know and so that's why the the red uh, the, the rainbow gathering really inspired a few of us like me and uh uh my brother Paiu. um um, one of my other bros, uh, Chase Iron Eyes and stuff, we, we just realized that, you know, there's a lot that we could be able to learn from each other. And so we would actually like to create a Red Nation gathering, which would be, you know, majorly uh, Red Nation and stuff. And, you know, we would like to gather together, you know, and have that, that strong sense of community out on Mother Earth. And, you know, and, um, yeah, I mean, I've been doing a lot of brainstorming and stuff. And, uh, a Red Nation gathering would be parallel, but a lot different from the Rainbow Gathering, because you know we have to really um, revitalize a lot of our aspects, which make us, um, you know, Red Nation. You know, so the the way I envision it is, you know, um, like the Rainbow people, the Rainbow family, they're able to gather in critical mass at the snap of a finger, you know anywhere in the nation like everyone's just down to go and travel and get to that spot and you know we need to readopt those um those tactics those uh that lifestyle of being able to mobilize and if we can gather and everything together strongly you know it's just going to create just a huge like metaphysical source of energy and everything, and we could revitalize our traditional uh, Red Nation spirituality, and we could also hold workshops and uh, panels and whatnot to promote a lot of, um, yeah, like workshops about, you know, protecting our sacred water and land defense and revitalizing our language and revitalizing our community with our, our, our children, um, you know, feminine. Um, bringing a lot of feminist um, uh, feminist uh, views and everything to our uh, indigenous people, you know, because we were once a matriarchal society. I and we have just a lot of just workshops and just a lot of just gathering, you know, to be able to focus on what we need to do to heal this earth. Because from what I understand, a lot of uh, prophecies and everything like that, uh, uh, Native American prophecies, you know, they foretold... Um, a time of change, you know, and here in this melting pot, a lot of people would be um, kind of under so many civilization vices, you know, and a lot of us are, you know, we need help uh, in general um, here in this country. You know, we need we we seek out to fill that void to to of spirituality. You know, we, we need that mind, body, and spirit. We need to seek it all in balance. Well, a lot of our, our in, uh, Native American prophecies tell of a time when, you know, the Red Nation will be there to help everyone. You know, we'll be the ones like to be able to focus on, you know, arbitrating the earth and helping everything regrow. 
bringing back the buffalo, um, bringing back the salmon, you know, um, all those different things is how we can revitalize this country. And, um, you know, we can, I, I, I really, um, I really think it'd be a beautiful thing for, for us to be able to work together to be able to, you know, make that happen. Well, hey, brother, we're down with it, down with you. About a month ago or so, was it Val? This brother, he's a Lakota drummer and flute player, came in to announce the formation. It's, it's just getting started of an indigenous United Nations. And he spoke about, and this be what I foresee from the ground up, the Red Nation would be part of that. From the ground up, there's some 500 million indigenous people on the planet, all the way from the Aborigines of, of Australia up to the Eskimos and the Likut, Yalut people up in, uh, up, in, uh, up in the Arctic Circle, and how we can mm -hmm. get together slowly but surely and organically build this movement from the bottom up as we're about. And we also have the social tools, the social media that doesn't have to be in the hands of the money makers only. We can use this tool. We're doing it right now. We're being heard around the planet as I speak to you by phone and then around the planet. So, hey, brother, count us in. This is what we'll devote. Uh, this is, and the great thing about this, that this, about this show is that it's each and every Friday. So I develop, bring people on, uh, bring people on, connect with people, and we could, we're streaming around the planet so that every, anywhere there's an internet connection, people can be listening. And we had, for the month, of, was that March? June. Uh, March of June, uh, for, the, for the month of June, we had 20,100 uh, downloads, and this is just beginning on this new level. Every, every, wow. every Friday, more people come aboard, don't they? It's true, and the, the show you were referencing, I believe it was the June 26th show here, the, um, the Common Thread Collective on mutinyradio.fm, uh, where we had Philip Scott, who came in with the actual, he was actually the one uh, whole, in possession of the signed UN Charter, creating the UN Indigenous Peoples. It was the anniversary of the Charter was sent so many years ago. Yeah, it's the anniversary of the, of the United Nations, but but this... But, Here in San Francisco, yeah. but go ahead, Bill. No, but on that day was when they signed the United Nations Indigenous Peoples, and since then being connected with um, you and, and others like uh, like Arlette Loudhawk um, of the Lakota people, and it's just been growing and, and expanding, and it just seems like all, everything that came out of this was really inspirational, and we're happy to be uh, a hub and um, a resource for for you and for everyone to to uh, connect and uh, and and share and and make make it a reality. Because it, I agree with you. You know, the world needs a revitalization, and we're going to do it through community. We're going to do it through uh, sharing and and learning from one another, and uh, that's. That's the love. That's the word. So, Leo, thanks. You're, Leo. you're totally. This is, it's really cool. Really inspiring. And here, at the, here we are at the bottom, looking up, and there's millions yeah. of us when you think about it. There's millions yeah, of self cool. real. And I guess one of the two great things, the rainbow gathering you saw, one that there's no formal leaders. We're all emerging and uh, lending a hand where we could lie. Like you met our brother Val, who every year brings the water, and found that spring. And brings the water down from the springs. This is what his, but he also uh, stood up to, because somebody had to do it to make those connections when we were going through all that at the beginning of the gathering that we shouldn't be here and so on. But in fact, we should have been there because because out of it is coming something positive, something beautiful, something which is ongoing. Am I right? Yes, yes, and I, I would definitely like to share my per, per, uh, perspective on on all of that too. You know. Um, 
because uh, at first, um, when this when the Red Nation gathering, uh, or not Red Nation, excuse me, uh, when the Rainbow Gathering, uh, when the Spring Council was uh, determined to uh, take place in the Black Hills, uh, I didn't know about it until one of my brothers, uh, Jesse Nye, uh, also goes by the name of Echo, um, he called me up. We went to high school together in Denver, and he told me about the Rainbow Gathering. I was like, wow, I haven't seen you in probably about six or seven years. It'd be good to link up. And then he said, well, you know, I understand that you're involved with a lot of, uh, with your warrior society, warrior society and uh, kind of politically out there. And uh, he, he told me the situation about the opposition of the indigenous people as well as the opposition of a lot of Rainbow, Rainbow family. And he asked, if, uh, he asked for my help. And I told him, I, I, I told him, yes, I would, I'll, I'll do what I can. And so I met, we managed to go up there with um, a core set of our, um, some of our, our warriors and everything, our brothers, to go up there and kind of uh, diplomatically discuss things. That's because originally we were in opposition and everything. Because um, this is the sacred and, Black Hills, and I didn't really understand all of that until I got it. Now I'm reading about it, bury my heart and wounded knee, and so I understand. And, and, but what I, what I said early on when the rainbow gathering was going blah, 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 after Swan and the other says, oh, we don't want you here, and so on. Uh, and I said, what came to me was that those who want to party in the woods, which sometimes the rainbow gathering can be, uh, go somewhere else, go to Michigan. But if a sacred uh, journey is what you're about, a sacred mission, a vision quest, then come to the Black Hills. And the very people who listened to that were the ones who made sure that's pretty much what happened. Isn't that right? Um, yeah, yeah. And, like, when we went there in opposition, I realized, like, all these people here, this Rainbow family, like, I mean, just seeing their faces and everything and understanding they're really receptive to uh, Native American and indigenous worldwide uh um, issues and whatnot, and just wanted to be really respectful. Um, you know, uh, we realized, you know, this is uh, potential to create an alliance. Well, let's do it, and, and we're doing it right now on it, the air, heard yeah. throughout the planet. Yeah, and it's and it's really awesome because um, I mean, we we decided to just you know let you know just let let our our um, our I guess uh, try to just be more laid back and everything and just see exactly what uh, the Rainbow Family uh, was or what the Rainbow Family is and everything. And it was just awesome because a lot of things that came out of that is, um, well, we, we want to uh, create, um, we want to create in Lakota territory uh, self-sustainability, like an economy. And the U.S. Department of Justice, uh, I think is sometime last year, they declared that they would no longer federally prosecute uh Ganja. Indian reservation to manufacture, produce, or consume marijuana or hemp-based products. And so with them doing that, they're basically saying that we have a self-sustainable economy right there at our fingertips. Now, it's up to each individual tribal government to be able to approve the legislation for the legalization of marijuana and hemp production oh and consumption and manufacturing. And, um, you know, and a lot of the rainbow people are really... Um, they really aim to be biosustainable, as well as, um, shoot, everyone's, you know, everyone smokes good medicine and grows medicine, has that experience. So part of our alliance that we want to create is to be able to have uh, land on the reservation that is designated to grow um, hemp and marijuana once it's legalized. And the rainbow people can come and help us grow marijuana so we can be able to have a sustainable economy. So right now in the background, we're trying to organize people who would be willing to 
come to uh, uh, places on the reservation and work with uh, the locals to approve the, their land to be used to be able to create um, a rainbow hub, not a place for any kind of gatherings, but more or less a place where a rainbow family could be able to go and they could be in the indigenous community and be able to, you know, work together and immerse themselves in our um, in our community and our everyday uh, life culture and stuff, and uh, and help us, uh, you know, reach economic sustainability. And this is a very very strong thing because the tribal governments they don't make money; they get money from the, the federal government, and so the power will go to the people who own land. You know, and that's a beautiful thing because then the people will start to make money and we'll be able to export um, hemp and marijuana products and everything. But that's not the end of it. That is still what we call a wasitu economy. It's still, um, it's still like agricultural and whatnot. Yeah, the it's not guy. exactly biodynamic. But what we want to do is be able to use that economy and in the future be able to buy back buffalo and just keep buying back the buffalo because we could use our hemp-based economy to bring the buffalo back and tear down the fences and get rid of the cows. And then we'll have a Lakota economy where it could go back to living on the, off the buffalo in a modernized setting of uh, what's now today. And so, I mean, that's just a beautiful one of the beautiful things that came out of our relationship with um, um, our, our recent uh, encounter with the rainbow people. Really, and it's harvest and, season now, up in uh, up in uh, what they call the Emerald Triangle. That's uh, uh, that's uh, Mendocino County and uh, Humboldt County. So people are up there just getting started. So it's uh, and these connections seem both organic and natural. And then you have that brother there on the uh, 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 up up there who started this solar farm. And as I think you, I know who I'm talking about who was doing solar. And uh, he's interested in being connected as well. Well, a lot of people yeah. are. In. And then our our sisters, red grandmas, red feather, and uh, and loud hawk, who are there at the gathering, and they're they're all down with all of this too. And then you mentioned that your brother, uh, who had who was her and that couple, him and his couple. Uh, you just mentioned his name, who's around putting out that that to do pamphlet called How to Decolonial Decolonize Yourself, right? Yes. Yes. It's all, it's all um, one thing also, too, I, I wanted to add as well is that um, what we want to do to strengthen our relationship with the Rainbow family is, um, you know, and this is a worldwide, uh, you know, it's reaching everyone across the world. So, I, I mean, I, I feel really comfortable and encouraged to really um, announce that we would like to have help to be able to get uh, indigenous delegations to each and every rainbow regional and national because just one just one uh, rainbow gathering is not enough not at all. and that's part about building that relationship right. we, have to understand itself, the we have to understand the logistics of you know topping springs and setting up these kitchens and and just just helping we have to be rainbow family too as well yeah, and so then we can take those skills back and everything and so then we could take the skills and the experiences back to our um, uh, Red Nation communities and everything and say, like, hey, you know, this is what we're going to need to do to help this uh, Red Nation gathering get started. And, um, and I'm going to try to make it to uh, the Washington gathering um, and uh, 
four wins has uh, helped me with a little, uh, with some coronaries like that. Um, and I'm trying to work on this end, too, to be able to get there. And uh, last um, year, and next year we're going to be, uh, as you know, next year we're going to be in the green or white green mountains of New Jersey, of uh, Vermont, or the white mountains of New Hampshire, and that's the Abenaki people. And uh, when we were at uh, 91 or 92, when we were in Vermont, they came to us and said, we need your help. Uh, Quebec Hydro wants to build dams, because it's right along the border there, coming in and destroying our land. Could you come to the state house? the capital in Montpelier in Vermont, and join us. And we did do that, and we're going back to Vermont. I hope I can meet, see you there in Vermont, New Hampshire. That's a year from the 4th of July, around then for Vermont gathering. And then at the same time, Felipe is organizing a Leonard Peltier gathering in Washington, D.C. to ask Obama to commute to free our brother Leonard Peltier as well. So it's all connected. So uh, it's all connected, awesome. brother. And so I want to say we're, we're, I, we plan to devote each and every show to some of this. Uh, this is an open mic, uh, singer-songwriters, spoken word, uh, acoustic units of every sort, and hopefully intelligent conversation of where we go from here. What I say is doing more together than any of us could do on our own. Definitely. And I really love that powerful sense of community because um, I still can't conceive the togetherness and the unity of the Rainbow family. Like... When we first arrived there uh, in the Black Hills, um, you know, it was just, it was mind-blowing, you know, and we realized, like, this is what we need for our Red Nation. Wow. Because we're scattered across, and we're actually, every single, and this is to clarify to people who don't understand this, every single reservation on uh, in America and also Canada are... Um, or reserves or ran rancherias and stuff in California. Those are all POW camps. We're all prisoners of war. That's right. And, yeah. and we're, we're scattered. And, you know, it would just be a beautiful thing for us to be able to build that culture of um, gathering and mobilizing and revitalizing, you know, ourselves, mind, and, body, and spirit. And, you know, at each and every, almost each and every one of these reservations and reserves, uh, bands are emerging. We have a whole tradition of music. I, I don't know if you know Blackfoot. Do you know the band Blackfire? Out of the uh, Dene? Uh, no, I can't recall. Yeah, they're a Dene. They're a native punk band out of the out of the Dene reservation. Check it out. Google them. Blackfire. And I know in each and every, uh, probably each and every, we have poets, we have spoken word, we have bands emerging, people getting together and play music, because it's uh, when you say the culture, we mean the culture in the fullest sense of the term. Is that right? Yes. Yes, and, and politics too, without uh, culture is, uh, you know, what I'm talking about, becomes uh, becomes too hierarchical, and people telling people what they should be doing, when in fact we're talking about emerging from the from the bottom up. So hey, brother, Suga, you're always welcome here. We'll be talking. This be uh, you'll be you'll be talking to San Francisco from Faribault, Minnesota, and from San Francisco, we're here in the Mission District, which is the barrio here, and going. With, uh, there's so much to do, but so many good things, and we have the tools and the experience. Let's do it. So each and every Friday, we're on the air. We'll connect. Four Winds had to leave, but he'll be a part and parcel in helping to keep this together. So say, give my love to everybody, and uh, and to be continued. Hey, brother. Uh, uh, one thing, uh, Diamond Dave. Yo. Um, I want to know, if, uh, too, if I could uh, give a shout-out to, not really a shout-out, but if I could uh, release my Facebook information. Sure. So that if anybody would be interested in on collaborating on um uh, developing uh, stronger rainbow and indigenous relations, as well as the development of the um, Red Nation gathering, 
um, to be able to contact me. Please, okay. yeah, please do. Please find me on Facebook, Diamond Dave. Yeah, what is your Facebook contact, Leo? Uh, my Facebook contact is uh, Leo, that's L-E-O, and the last name is Cordier, that's C-O-R-D-I-E-R. -E and my email address is Wawokia um, Oyate uh, Wichasha, that's W-A-W-O-Wawokia. O Y A T E W I C A S A at Gmail. And just a little teaser for everyone too is um, we plan on taking over the we we plan on occupying the Black Hills. All right, Leo. And, and we need the Rainbow People. Well, you know we 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 need to unify. And but first we ha we need the Red Nation to develop a culture of mobilizing. Well, call us in and to lend a hand. That would be grand. Give what, my line is give what you can and get what you need. And now, Ari. Yeah, thank now you, guys, Leo. Stay on the I line a little bit. I hear everybody uh, in can, accordance with you, you there. Or you get this live stream, brother. This yeah, uh, this will be a, a podcast as well on mutinyradio.fm. And so, yeah, get connected with Leo. He's totally inspired. Leo Cordier. And I think I really did write that email down. I'm pretty sure. I'll, I'll post it on the Facebook page okay, for Common Thread Collective. <laughs> but uh, what's up? What's up next, Dave? Okay, stay. Aria, I think. Aria, get up there. Hey, you can either Manos stay on Lindas. the line and hear. This, this is a brother playing a bass. He's out of uh, out of the Persian uh, Persian people, the indigenous people of Persia. He's one of them. We're going worldwide here. He's picked up his electric bass and about to crank it out. You can also get us right now streaming, streaming live on MutinyRadio.fm if you're near a computer. You can hear the rest of the show live, live, live. And he's got this brother with him on a saxophone. What's saxophone. your name, bro? And Luis. Louis. So here be uh, we've heard it in the words. Now you're about to hear it in the music. Take it away, Ari. Take it away, Luis. They be out in the uh, in the studio. All right. Uh, buenas tardes a todos. My name is Aria, and this is uh, with my great pleasure and honor to introduce to everybody here at the Mutiny community my friend Luis Tonali. Luis, Luis. Uh, and I met through an interesting art experiment put on by the local music scene in Irvine, which I know sounds like an oxymoron. But um, yeah, Luis, we just signed up to like be put together in a band like randomly, and then we had like 10 days to write a song or do a set. And so him and I got connected, and then uh, we played a couple of these songs, not so much in these forms, but uh, so it's really fun to have him up here now. And um, I hope you guys have a good time. I'm excited about this. Luis, do you want to say something? No? Okay. Does it sound okay in there, Global Val? I believe so. Give me, give me, give me, give me a note. Oh, yeah. Sounds good. Beautiful. Go for it, fellas. Thank you. 
Wow. That was yeah. that you. was so beautiful, so cool. Yeah. Uh, let's give it up for Luis Tonali on saxophone. <laughs> El saxomafoso está aquí en la casa. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be our last song. But first and foremost, let's give it up to Global Valentine Day for putting on this wonderful event every week. La Lucha, La Lucha Siga, La Lucha Siga, gracias. That's what we're talking about. That's right. Uh, so we're Manos Lindas. On, we had a show booked on Sunday at the Milk Bar, and then the Milk Bar double booked. And so now it's been rescheduled. That's whack. But next Friday, Hotel Utah, August 28th. Unfortunately, Luis, Luis won't be there, but there will be some other amazing musicians with me, I promise. Um... So we're going to play one more song for you. Stand by. Cool. Uh, so once again, Manos Lindas, M-A-N-O-S Lindas. There is a band camp, M-A-N-O-S Lindas.bandcamp.com. Uh, Soundcloud.com backslash M-A-N-O-S hyphen Lindas. Thank you. 
So good. Nice. Manos Linda. People getting better and better and better as, as their week more and more revolves around coming here, doing what you do all week, and then putting out that experience that week. And I'm so glad you brought Luis by. Luis, keep coming through. Yeah. You guys, uh, what's emerging today is keeps emerging, building on the shoulders, standing on the shoulders of what came before. And mm -hmm. hey, Winsong, hey, sisters, here we go. Uh, they're going to come up. You're going to come and get ready. And I got my brother Richard. Yeah. My, my, my Richard yeah, Richard here Sandro. is um, But uh, one more thing, though. Uh, so, Manos Lindas, Aria, when are, you when are you playing at Hotel Utah? That would be next Friday, August 28th. It'll be with a drummer, a piano player, a violin, and myself. All right, cool. And if, if, if 10 people call in and demand for Luis to come next Friday, <laughs> what's the number from Union Radio? 415-550-0511. If you liked it, call and tell him to come and play. He lives in Southern California. Thank you for coming. The, that was an amazing collaboration between the two of you. Yeah. That's some OG Manos Lindas for you. Some OG Manos Lindas. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. In fact, hey, Val, yeah. speaking of our collective, Thank you. Here's, our, here's our brother Richard, and uh, he's got a few things to do. Take it uh, away, I just want <clears throat> to say uh, uh, this is the seventh generation that the Lakota people talk about. So we are at that time now. So the things that are happening now have sort of been prophesized. <clears throat> the fact me. is, it's have he mentioned it, it's been mentioned. And the fact is that I didn't realize that it would be happening on this show, that using these social media, using this streaming around the planet, we can bring it around the planet instantaneously. That wasn't in the prophecy, the Lakota prophecy, the Hopi prophecy, the Dene prophecy, but it'd be happening. I think that was, but they just called it something else. That's well, they call it the seventh generation since well, we didn't yeah. well, This would be the generation that uh, would make that change. It's well, the, it's the broadband rainbow. Also, uh, uh, as what Tecumseh was talking about back then is now happening as well, and what Floyd Red Crow Westerman talked about. Uh, Floyd Red Crow. <coughs> All right. Well, let me get to it. Go to it. This is part called... Of it, part of it, part of it. <coughs> Gringo searches for justification. Gringo arrives 500 years ago. His gringo ship claims everything he sees and lives on tops of the bones of those genocided, justified by their religion and God. Gringo stayed along with his gringo god. He never left. Gringo now looks for other justifications of legitimization. Why, you Indians just got here the day before we did. You know, they found white people buried in the east, north, and south, and west. That means we were here right along with you. They never understood that the people they may have found may have accommodated each other rather than the genocidal thieving attitudes you gringos came in with. <clears throat> Gringos tell stories they tell themselves, then they tell everyone else the same stories, not based on fact, but, but the stories they tell themselves. This then becomes their jive, their truth. Why, you know Indians were really wasteful. They ran buffaloes off cliffs, wasting what they, what they killed. More stories the gringo tells himself. He knows how to read the signs of the archaeological sites. Just ask. Don't bother asking the bison nations the history. It's not written down or written by gringo professors from the universities. It's just stories. Does the gringo ever listen to himself? <coughs> All right. <coughs> this is... Um, this is that Motown song. Uh, there is a Motown song, a song of dance, a song of gives hope, a bringing together and screams of revolution. That song, the Grateful Dead, plays all night at the family dog, and everyone just keeps getting higher and higher. 
That song is by the great Martha and the Vandellas, backed up by the funk band, Dancing in the Street in 1964. It was a great dance song sung with spiritual joy by Martha Reeves. She sings that they, what we need is music, sweet music, and it doesn't matter what you wear just as long as you were there. Right. It gives hope to those who had none and screams of coming together which give, makes it revolutionary. It's taking over the streets to dance. The Vandellas' voices soar in joy. Remember, this is the heights of the civil rights movement and the stepping up of the war USA took to Vietnam and beyond. I learned more recently that all the cities named in this piece were where blacks rioted against the empire neglected and abused, indeed revolutionary. This piece and others that followed gave me the belief that there were other people like me who wanted to be more from, wanted more from life and a little joy is good as well. It is my thinking that this was a good starting point, a way forward. Once started, move forward, excess, move forward. Don't get turned around. This is some music that brings blacks and whites together. That's why it is so very dangerous. This is an invitation across the nations for folks to meet. In the 1950s, some whites were listening to Bo Diddley. Bo said that he was, he, when blacks and whites came to his show, whites sat on one side, the blacks on the other side. When he played, he had to play right down the middle because if he played too much to one, uh, one side, the other would get mad. Dancing in the street broke that by their public invitation. Break the past. Join us in, uh, in this struggle. Come, let us go. Dancing in the streets. Go, dancing in the streets. Dedicated to those involved in making dancing in the streets.
Yeah, dancing in the streets. We are hanging out on the corner of 21st in Florida at Mutiny Radio and hope you can come down and join us sometime live too. And up at the microphone is Sonia, who's going to do... Sophia, Sophia, sorry. Sophia. Go for it, sister. Thank you. I'm going to be opening for my very lovely, awesome band, playing revolutionary folk power femme rock um that's not me but i'm part of it but this isn't a song that i wrote um this this last week and i just wanted to share it with everybody okay it's called mar
so lucky here at Mutiny Radio on the Common Thread. Solo quiero 
was, I only want to play music in Spanish, Italian, and Filipino, Tagalog. What harmony? <laughs> Trio cambio. Give us another one, ladies. Thank you. Okay. Um, so, uh, wait, Sophia, did we bring it? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, you were, I think I left it. Wait. Wait, it, did I leave it under the bed? Oh, no, I think, I thought it was in my backpack, but. Oh, you know, um, it was in the trunk where we left it. It was in the trunk? Yeah, but the. I can't remember where, where, is where, it? where it is. it is. Two, three, four. Three, four, one, two, three, four, one. Look if you really look for it, it's there. I promise. 
It's right here at Mutiny Radio. All right. Yeah. Hey, James Conrad, get on up there. Hey, Luis, get that saxophone. Hey, Bloodflower, take us away. And then, hey, waiting in the wings. We got Kevin, Felicia, and Kevin. So we got to stay tight, so keep it tight, because we got about 25 minutes left or something even less. Take it yeah, away, James. That's about right. All right, and remember, this is the Common Thread Collective you're listening to on Mutiny Radio. We're here every Friday from 3 to 6. And, uh, yeah, we're happy to have everybody come on down and be a part of this. Uh, if you've never been here before, you should definitely come down and check it out sometime. There's over 35 different shows that happen throughout the week on Mutiny Radio. Most of them are live or, or people are, are here, so you can come through and check out the uh, funky art on the walls and, and uh, hang out in the space, too. So, uh, yeah. And uh, I'll let you get cut through here so as you can get to the mic right there. James Conrad is going to be reading from his novel. Zerto cleans house, and it looks like he's uh, assembling a band <laughs> to accompany his reading, which is always all right. really cool. Can you all hear me in there? Yeah. Okay. My name is James Conrad, and I have a book out called Zerto cleans house, available on Amazon.com. And this is episode 33 of Zerto cleans house. March 30th, 2005. Dear Mr. Ruiz, my name is Minori Koizumi, and I'm currently working toward my doctorate in forensics at Stanford University in Palo Alto, California, having earned my undergraduate degree at San Jose State University, where I majored in chemistry and biology. My doctoral thesis concerns the necessity of taking into account all forensic evidence in the event of a homicide, and your case is an object lesson in regard to that. I had just started college at the time you were convicted of the murder of Joyce Keene, and I followed the story very closely as the events were unfolding, coming to the conclusion that you were convicted because key forensic evidence proving you not guilty had been ignored. Because a conversation with you is necessary for my research, please let me know when a good day would be to schedule an interview. I thank you very much for your time, and I hope to hear back from you soon. Sincerely, Minori Koizumi. My name was James Conrad, and that was episode 33 of Zordo Cleans House. Tune in uh, next week, around about the same time, for episode 34. Back to you, Diamond Dave. Enjoy the show, folks. All right, James Conrad. I don't want to speak of prisoners, speak of all of that. A little foreshadowing. On Sunday, there's going to be a rally in March at 24th and Mission, sponsored by the committee, the, the committee to end mass incarceration, incarceration at a time when there's over two, two million of our fellow human beings, two million and, uh, and 100,000 in, in prisons in, in, the, in the USA, more than ever, Guzzardo cleans house, we better clean the house, and, and uh, this is what we're all about. Hey, uh, hey, Fernando, step right up. And then we got Kevin and company. 
All right. Greetings and hello. My name is Fernando Vincent Ramos from San Francisco, California. This is Mutiny.fm. Uh, my name is Fernando Vincent Ramos. I was looking in the mirror earlier today. And looking in the mirror, I said, Fernando, who can you thank for how you look, how you feel, how you are? Diamond Dave just talking about something about the prison dynamic. A lot of my gifts come from the fact that I work for class dynamic, class dynamic being the convict criminal class. My long, beautiful hair is twice ordained by the Supreme Court as Supreme Court hair. Many years ago, they could not touch our hair in prison, or they would touch our hair, but they stopped. It's a Supreme Court ruling twice. Twice the, the, the authorities in California went to the Supreme Court to say, we're going to cut these people's hair. The first time they played some religious thing, they didn't cut the hair. Second time, maybe two years ago, the same state of California went to the Supreme Court saying, we got to cut these people's hair. Supreme Court made it real easy this time. They said, uh, they scratched their belly first. Well, you don't cut the women's hair. So the men's hair no longer gets cut in prison. You no longer forced to get haircuts in prison. These are, these are called developed rights. And developing your rights, no matter who you are, where you are, what you are, whether you want to get married, whether you want to smoke weed, whether you want to be free, whether you want to play music, whether you want to sit down, you got to work. You got to develop your rights. You got to believe in your rights. You can't let anyone else tell you what your rights are unless you're out there practicing them. So from my wonderful, beautiful hair from Mr. George Lester Jackson and the convict criminal class, because they took my hair to the Supreme Court saying, you cannot touch these people's hair. They do not touch our hair. My hair is beautiful because of a class dynamic of believing in our rights. And for all these rights, no matter where you are, who you are, what you are, don't let someone else stamp you say, you have this right to do this. Don't let them give a proclamation. I proclaim you could do this. You have a heart. You work on it. Liberty consists of doing anything you want as long as it hurts nobody else. My name is Fernando Vincent Rams of San Francisco, California. Stand up, rebuild, vote any way you can. Thank you very much. Yeah, Fernando. Words of wisdom. Developed rights. Kevin. Kevin, coming up. As for me, I'd like to play. Maybe we can play the way out. Uh, as uh, Jimi Hendrix said way back then, he says that the Republican businessmen, uh, businessmen all buttoned up. He said, if the hippies lose their hipness, as for me, I'm going to let my freak flag fly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. So, Fernando, Felicia is back. Felicia, coming up. So, we now end the jamming time. Yeah, and we, we're going to begin with we're Fernando. We're good. It's 5.30, so we've got about 20 minutes. we got 20 minutes. So, let's come on up here, you guys. Come well, here, well we got Kevin up there, so yeah. he's going to go first. Yeah, Kevin, and then uh, we can expand and Kevin, upon this and let Felicia get up there for on? sure. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? You, is that... Oh wait! Things. Oh, there we go. Same yeah, is that high enough for you? That's not tall enough for you. No, I like to squat. I like to bend you, over you, uh, you and a... put my head to the ground as I play on the stage. <laughs> you need you need a stool or something? We can help you. No, I will do a squat position for the show. <laughs> <laughs> this is when we need to live stream this so that everybody could see it. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Thanks now, for the I will assist. I spread my legs and take a power position. Oh. <laughs> uh, it feels really good on my hips. Yeah. Oh, you are helping so Spread much. Spread out. Thank you. Hooray. Oh, wow. Everybody wants to help. I love it. Thank you for helping. Thank you for your participation. This vision which you had, and we have just to begin it today. It was uh, next week we get 420, I guess, something like that. But right now, it's beginning right now. We've got Felicia and his brother I know over here. 
and Dimitri, of course, are here, and whoever wants to, because we're going to go into the jam and take this show out. Take it away, Kevin. Uh, okay, Diamond Dave, thank you very much. Uh, Valerie, hello. Thank you again for hosting. As usual, you are awesome. Yeah. Thank you, everybody thank you. who played today. Uh, it was awesome. Uh, I say awesome a lot because uh, I don't have a limited vocabulary. What? It's totally awesome to say awesome, you guys. Just keep on being awesome. <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, oh yeah, but uh, so I just wanted to say a little bit about uh, how the Thunderground Collective, which I am a representative of today, came to be, and that is via the uh, Occupy movement. Uh, and uh, in the same spirit, having formed through that movement, we would like to uh, take time to uh, r reclaim, uh, I suppose, no, let me rephrase, I'm all nervous up here. We would like to come together and play music in the streets because who streets? streets? You know, the sidewalks, there's so many, uh, there's so many nooks and crannies there that could be hosting uh, food infrastructure and there's so many, uh, hours that we spend getting ready for these shows that we pay money for and if we just use this energy that we're that we're putting into uh this kind of capitalist paradigm of entertainment and put that into people. the people and join on the streets and grew some food if we collaborated to manifest abundance that is available on this planet, but we can not currently access, then we, we could live in peace and harmony, and no? Certainly one of the themes of the show is give what you can and get what you need. Yeah, yes, give what you can, take what you need, and nobody goes without. And lend a hand, lend a hand. Take it away, Kevin, give us some music. Okay, yes, I'm gonna give you some music, but one more tiny announcement after I, oh yes, I'm gonna, done, I'm gonna be done rambling in just a moment. I'm just so excited to get to ramble. But September 1st at 420, we will be having the first street jam yes. called Whoa Man Festival. Yes. And uh, this, street, this street jam, uh, we're going to uh, be locating a little plot, wherever it may be, somewhere in this mission, uh, and we will grow food in that plot, and we will make music. That is Monday, September 1st, and if you are a band that can play on the street, a busker band, then feel free to volunteer. Uh, email thundergroundcollective at gmail.com or just talk to, you know, one of the hombres around. As I am. And come next uh, week, and we'll be talking about it further, and uh, take a step by step. Here we be. Yeah. Take it away, Kevin. Okay, now it's music time. Okay, this one that I play all the time, but I've been getting better at it. It goes like this. Like a butterfly about to spring into new life, but I can't seem to leave behind the skin that I grew up in. I'm beginning to need the grass and the trees and everything. I see my mother earth bleed as she.
she lets me feed just to give life to my wings i feel her breath is the force that creates the course that i'll be taking i feel a bit overwhelmed when breaking free from my shell so i start shaking Demetrius and Felicia Come to freestyle on the microphone Coming at you through the radio Via the internet You can reach the phone and call in I bet you got something to say Maybe next time but we're close to done today Come on up Felicia and Demetrius And we'll do some jamming. I'll let you take over the chord progression and I'll follow you. Oh, then I will just sit down. No, should I join along? I'll do my best to follow you. You guys are great. Don't worry. Shanti, Shanti. Y'all don't know me. I'm Demetrius. I used to live here. I grew up in SF. And uh, can I get this mic turned up just a little bit? Yeah. All right. Um, and I've been living in Kauai, learning how to garden, chilling on the beaches, swimming in waterfalls. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, but this place is fucking awesome, and I'm happy to be home. This is like the most diverse city. Diversity. Um, and the options are like infinite here, so like I'm just grateful for what I was able to grow up in. I'm happy it's still alive and thriving here. Yeah. Can't kill culture and you can't sell it. You can sure as hell create it for yourself, for everybody else. Ain't nobody gonna save you but yourself. Ain't nobody gonna save you but yourself. Ain't nobody gonna save you but yourself. So you might as well take care of your health. When you lose your job, fire three times in a row, cause you're way too free. Crazy uncle said you out of control. Better make ends meet and sell a sheet of LSD. You better get on your knees and pray to baby Jesus for that EBT when you get too hype and you punch a bouncer in the face. Cause it threw you down the steps When it kicked you out of the place You better fight that mob With the utmost grace You better say Ava The way your bloody little lips do taste When you feel left out No wait When you got no home But the open road Because a black magic witch Stole your brother's soul So he stabbed you in the back And told you to leave You better pack your bags light So you can fly like the breeze When you feel way down Because you ate too much After you found out That your girl's knocked up you better cool your jets, breathe and relax.
Cause survival only goes to those who adapt Oh, ain't nobody gonna save you but yourself No, ain't nobody gonna save you but yourself Ain't nobody gonna save you but yourself So you might as well take care of your health And on the day I die, or for the second time My mind was all burned dry from a grandma's sassafras I felt the judging eyes of all the fairies that were floating by That's when the festival Turned into a monster mash Probably looked like a tweaker A weak in the knees Oh, I was vomiting profusely As I was spitting some freeze Oh, trading my slingshot For a ketamine bump And now my English is gibberish I'm dancing with the ghost cats Yodeling and smoking a blunt Jumping like a puppet I don't remember who's pulling the strings, but it likes to say fuck it. And so it makes me do the dirtiest things. Drinking, smoking, masturbating with another one's flesh out of agitation just to cough the pain from my shell. Sodomized imagination, angel wings are lacerated, bound me to this living hell. My back to the floor of the big blue bus As I muscle through the muck in the maze Wondering how long I would ride With my one-way ticket to the grave Then I stormed through the camps and Climbed up a mountain Found my seat on a ledge The trees all swayed like the flames of God And an angel spoke in my head She said, lay your eyes on the light of the Lord And know that you're already dead You got nothing to lose and everything to gain, so you might as well be thankful that your blood runs red. Ooh, as long as you grow like the seeds that you sow, there is hope and salvation for your thirsty soul. As long as you live, just learn how to give. Hold on to your love and let go. Love you, San Francisco. I love the Bay Area. May this place stay alive and thrive forever. Yes. And the past takes hands of the future to the now, right now. Here we be once again.
One more time around the clock. It's not six yet. I want to bring it with. Yeah, Felicia, we got a few minutes for sure. I'm ready to do some jamming. Felicia, come on up there. I'm come right on. here. Come and jam with us. I'm behind you. Everybody's welcome to jam on. Yeah, Everybody's welcome. Yeah, We're welcome. Yeah, try that microphone. The, try try grabbing that mic that's at half mass there. Let's get this shit popping, bro. Yeah. Yeah, and then the. So, oh shit, this shit's all loose and stuff. You got it. You got it. That's all right. It's a free speech I don't really show. <laughs> Pardon my English French. <laughs> and we've got that other yeah, mic right there in the middle there. If anybody's gonna jump on yeah. that one, beat. That's mic three, but there's also mic two Give that's kind of hanging out near uh, waist level here, waist height. Yeah, like Mike. Kev Mike, put that mic by Kevin's guitar. The one in the middle. Just, just. What about that other microphone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you right here? <laughs> yeah, hit him. Hit him with a beat, baby. Yeah, we came to jam, baby. We ain't trying to be lazy. No, 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 no. songs for you. I said, smoking hella greenery. I won't get lost up in the scenery. Cause I know that my soul will take me to my goals and success is on the way. I said, I in the city. Yeah. Hey, we've been out here in the city feeling low, but we get so high. I said, I'm, 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 I'm higher than Sucho Tower. We come, we got the power. Until the day we die, I'm rocking seven colors, no I shine all the time. Even in my darkness, I'm an artist, reminiscing, living in darkness like a mystic. Inside of my cave, see I break from the chains of the mind. And I climb on my vine of dimethyl trip to mine. Inside of my mind, it helps me relax, forget about time. Cause is only here and now, there ain't no moment coming around. 
So stop talking and start acting. It's time to follow your passions. Cause all the real brutality is up while we positive. We ain't no, we ain't gonna give no shit. I come through in the mix like a split. And I gotta give, let's unwrap and tap into the vein of this body. My blood, it flows and I ain't going. Like I said, I ain't going nowhere. The bay is my home. The bay is my home. Hey, hey, the bay is my home. The bay is my home. Say, we came hella fucking far to sit on the dock of the bay. Family. Family. We doing it? Is it falling apart? Are we going? Where are we going on? Do it. On to another. Put it back together like a bunch of Legos. Everybody trying to hold on to the ego. I let go like there ain't nothing to do but let go. Like an ex-klepto, living in the metro Piloting, abolishing the slavery of the mind They say that the corporations suck the life of people But yet they still steal what's real I say planting my own food, building my own shit Building my own house Captain in my own ship. I'm the master of my fate. And now I come to stimulate, vibrate on high rates of that music that we ride while our eyes dilate. Like we howl the time. On natural. Bring it back to what went well. Cause every time we come, we're gonna kill it. Cause we out here in a world that's been started from before I was born. I'm just coming off my head. Cause my heart's been heavy. I'm 24 carat, yeah, I'm solid gold And I know before I'm old, the story will be told Of how we came, we saw, and we were not defeated No, no, I won't be taken down I know that my crown is on my head So I keep it up to the sky Welcome back. Felicia and Demetrius and Kevin and Bloodflower was hanging out over mm. there on the piano. Yeah. And I saw a couple bassist, bass players getting out and like playing on the side. Yeah. That was awesome. Around. Around. Everybody, that's we'd a classic. We'd that's be making a, it happen. We'd be taking it up. And it's for every day. To, it's every beautiful. Is a new it's day. a beautiful thing. And, and it's, uh, what do I say? Today is the first day of the rest of our life. 
The past shakes hands with the future through the now, right now. Right now. And we're dancing sideways down the ribbon of time. The path ahead, lit by the echo behind. And we hear all that. You heard about the alliances being formed as we're emerging. Emerging. Hey, Val, take it away. Yeah, Dave, it's been another beautiful show. Thanks, everybody, for bringing it up and coming on down. Thank you, Mutiny Radio. <laughs> and if you're listening live or you want to listen again, it's on mutinyradio.fm. This show will be uploaded over the weekend by our cool DJ, The Stranger. And so here's a little poem to go on out, and then we'll play a little music because uh, that's what we like to do here on Common Thread Collective. I'm Global Val, and here you go. I wrote this at Cafe Trieste the other day. To the mundane and the uproarious, the violence and the outspoken distrust, I am a witness. Shades fluttering in this blustery menagerie, aged and naive, stressed or released, authorized and disenfranchised, housed and exposed, forgotten and noted. I am free and held captive, poised to perceive, destined to enhance some understanding, share glimmers of truth from this infinitely expanding and confusing confluence of paradox, walking down these city blocks, holding a mirror and a very short string. <laughs> Here's Indubious, seventh generation, folks. We be doing it here. Common Thread Collective. We love you.
Ich bin nicht 